Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to my Black Self, the podcast. How y'all doing? Y'all, I'm about to open up this bubbly really quick. I like the um, blackberry flavor with other natural flavors. Um, and it's so cute. I'm going to struggle in the camera, but at the, at the top of the can, it says, hi, you. Like, hi, you. That's It's, it's fucking adorable. And I love it. But I wanna I'm trying to understand why I got so much stuff on this table. I got fucking shisha because this is so I I use this table when I'm doing my podcast, but typically it's holding a plant or it holds all of my hookahs that I have. I put them all on here. But right now there's a pen. The phone was charging. Hopefully, you know, we get through the podcast before the phone dies. Um I got a plan. I got some bubbly. I got the microphone over here. And I bought me a damn vape. That's a whole nother topic, okay? We're not even talking about that today. Thanksgiving. I hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. Me, I'm just going to jump right into this. I went to work that day. I worked a, I worked a 10-hour day per use. And the food they had there was all right. But it wasn't what I'm used to, so it just, you know, it's not going to compare. That's that's just that. Um, but my best friend was hosting Thanksgiving, and, you know, I had in my mind that I was going to go as long as there wasn't too many people. And the last time we spoke, I think I told y'all my mother was coming up here. Most of the story is we decided that we wasn't doing that. She decided she wasn't coming, and then by the time I got off work, I was like, I'm going to bed. I literally got off work. I, I did not want Thanksgiving. I like the day is weird because it's the it's a day of recognition. It's a day of a reality check that the person that really loves Thanksgiving ain't here. The person that made sure you was coming over ain't here. The person that was laughing and cooking in the kitchen ain't here. The person that made Thanksgiving Thanksgiving ain't here. So it was very odd. It was very odd. It was very uncomfortable. I think my depression was kind of trying to kick in at work. One of the doctors looked at me and she said, you, you all right today? She was like, you're not yourself. And I was like, no, it's just a holiday. I'll be fine tomorrow. I said I was coming to work so I can avoid it, but apparently it showed up at work with me. So that's, that's just that. And she was like, yeah, this is why, you know, I, I work on Thanksgiving too because of the holiday. Is there something on the... Hmm. So, after work, I came home. I had some leftover pizza from the previous night. I ate the pizza. And then I kind of just went to bed. I was asleep by 7, 30, 8 o'clock. And when Friday came, I was like, thank God it's Friday. Like, the pressure and the heat on that day of Thanksgiving was very, like, heavy. And it was something I didn't want to deal with. So... I made it through, and to all of you who made it through, you know, you're missing the people you love, you're missing the people that couldn't be there with you, or the people that are no longer here, I was with you, I I, I felt that for you, and with you, just know that, Um, so yeah, very brief on that, I want (laughs) to, I want to talk about a podcast that I ran into, 
on purpose because my fr I just got in the house, which is why I got this big old coat on. I, I literally was in the car on my way home and I was like, I gotta do a podcast. So as soon as I got in the house, I like came home, charged my other phone that I used to do all the other shit. And I'm like, all right, boom, I'm not gonna get comfortable yet. Cause if I get comfortable, then it's, it's, I, don't, I don't know. But everything was fresh on my mind. I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about today. So that's why it, the people, if you're listening, if you watch the video, if you see clips, I got on a whole big old coat, a scarf, and just, uh, I look like I'm still outside. Um, my friend Britt put me on to this girl's podcast. Her name is Brianna Nunn. She a black girl who recently moved, moved to Brooklyn, or she's a Brooklyn, a transplant. Or however you say the goddamn word. Just a shout out to you. That's all I'm trying to say. Shout out to this chick. Her podcast is called Breathe the Black Sheep. <laughs> I listened to that shit yesterday. I only got one episode in. Cause, but because my ride was over. Um But she fucking hilarious. Like she be saying whatever the fuck she wanna say, and it's dope. And she talks through the lens of a black woman, the black sheep. So it's even more dope. I mean, you can't get no dope than that. A black woman, a black sheep. What you gonna do? So I want to talk about an ex experiences that I've had, and I want to talk about two very important experiences that I experiences that I have had uh, in life with work friends. So I have been blessed enough to always have a really great group of. Excuse me. I've been blessed enough to really have a great group of work friends, like, or co-workers just in general. And you meet some of those people that you automatically bond with. You meet people that didn't really like you at first, but then grow to love you. I just want to jump straight into it. Um, a few years back, I met a co-worker. And at first, the thing was a little rocky. I used to be like, this bitch is crazy. She'll never say hi. My mustache look crooked, but... She was just a different type of individual. And But see, once you get to know somebody, you kind of understand them a little better. So, moral to the story, or make a long story short, is me and her became very fucking close. Like, somehow we came to understand each other. We expressed how we felt about each other in, in the very beginning um, of us meeting. And we both were able to take that criticism. And it just fucking worked. Like our, our relationship, our our workship ended up working that way. And I got very connected to her. And I felt like she, was a, she became a very... Uh, important part of my life important part of me coming to work right and you, you don't meet those people often you don't have those relationships often um and something happened to her she had a miscarriage one time like and a lot of people didn't know a lot of people just didn't know she was even pregnant and a lot of people still don't know that she had a miscarriage right and this is when I was living in Atlanta child so Nobody fucking knows who this is. Uh, but when I found out, I cried my fucking eyes out. And I couldn't even look at her. Like, every time I looked at her, I cried. And she just couldn't. She just We just would both be crying, child. Just crying. I remember one moment, 
we kind of like took a break and I kind of saw her and I just just cried I was like child like I care about you like I'm sorry I have no idea what you're experiencing can't relate never will be able to relate but that shit hit home that shit hurt me because when you talk to somebody and you get to know them you know what they want in life and how much they want it and you know to have that experience that was really fucking hurtful for her and I was hurt for her now being here in Connecticut when I started working at the vet offices I I met a a very beautiful spirit I met multiple beautiful spirits Um, but this is when I transferred her name is Melissa and I'm calling her out because I eventually am gonna get her on here and y'all gonna see us talking and bonding and crying and laughing and joking and talking shit um I just want to start off by saying, like, she's a beautiful spirit. Like, I don't know if she has, like, a halo over her head or whatever it is, but her soul is amazing. And I met her when I started at this hospital. I was working with animals. And I met her. We both worked at the front desk. And it was, it was so much fun working with her. And so I left, and then I came back. And when I came back, if y'all have been listening, my big sister Kia passed away in July of last year, and I went back to this job in December of last year. And nobody really understood what was going on. Like, I came back a little different. And, you know, but, but she would listen and like try to understand or not even like try to understand because you can't understand it if you're not going through it you can't understand it but you know I would tell her my process and just share very intimate things with her a few months later her brother passes away drink this damn bubbly shout out to my old boss (laughs) Because she put me on to these. A few moments, a few months later, her brother passes. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, and she was out of work for a while. So when she finally came, when she was coming to visit to handle a little stuff, I would see her and she looked at me one day and she was like, I didn't want to be your twin. And I just was like, ugh. And I was like, I didn't want you to be my twin either. Cause this is bullshit. This experience of losing a sibling is, is, it's, it's, it's not fun. So I was able to see her today and today <sighs> we were just able to discuss. Um, I was on a ride and I was like, I need to stop by this job and I really need to stop by this job and I really would like to talk to Melissa today along with everybody else because this is a place where is that that's my motherfucking home. Like that place is my family. Um, Barb, if you're listening, yes, I did stop by Shoreline. I definitely have something to you, and I told everybody I'll be back because I got to give it to you um, before Christmas, at least. So I'll be back to see you specifically. Um, But 
we talked about how we did not want to be the twins, child. That's, that, that's not what we signed up for. We didn't want to be the the lost loved one twins, okay? But we ended up being a twin and... When you're at a certain stage of, of grieving, you are able to help or assist or join or talk about someone else's grieving experience with the same type of loss. You know, I had friends that that lost their moms and lost, you know, people were just dropping like flies and I could not be there for those moments. It just was not in my spirit. I just did not have the energy. I couldn't find it. It was it wasn't there for me. But when this happened to her, it happened at a really great time because I was able to kind of support her and talk to her and and text her and make her laugh and when she would come to work and not be in the mood, she would just not be in the mood and we made sure nobody bothered her. Work relationships, workships. It's a beautiful thing. We talked today because obviously when I went there, I saw her today and I was so happy. We can look at each other and, pro- and most likely just cry, but we didn't do that today. We talked. I was like, I'll meet you outside. Let's, let's, let's go have a little kiki, a little wee-wee, okay? So I was like, how you doing? She was like, you know, it's But when we talk, it's on a level of understanding, which I enjoy. Um, Because we understand each other's pain. And you don't meet many people that understand your pain or just understand what you're going through. You know, people normally say, oh, I don't really understand what you're going through, but if I did. We were able to talk about how we've been and how we relate and she had thanksgiving and she told me obviously thanksgiving just was not the same it, it just ain't the same and she was like you know losing a sibling is 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 different you know you also you think about your parents and and what they lost but like what you lost is is different it's just different um so, I was telling her, she was saying somebody mentioned, you know, that something happened in the past and they should have both went then. And I'm like, damn, I feel that. I said, you know, it's so crazy and because I be feeling the same way. I be like, yo, do you, you should have just took me. And she was like, it's so crazy because if we, if we were to talk to professionals about this, they would seek help for us. But we're not suicidal. We just would rather be with them. You know, like, is it really, not is it really worth living, but like, what is life without them? And this is something you have to figure out. And this is something you don't really want to figure out because you rather have them here experiencing life with you. And I told her, I said, I literally wake up in different moods of the day. I said, I wake up sometime and be like, damn, I'm still here, huh? Like, you just can't take me yet. I'd rather be with her, but you still got me here. Goddamn. And we laughed about that because it's the reality. Like, you don't want to live this life without 
your sibling. You you don't want to move on without your sibling, but you have to. And we also talked about or discussed how our feelings are are valid, but it's not about our feelings all the time. Meaning, if someone is expressing to you the petty shit that they are experiencing, whether it's, oh, I spilled my fu- I spilled my fucking coffee and I'm pissed today, or I almost got into an accident, or somebody rear-ended me, or or my, my boots got stolen, right? The small to large things that but see, we can't even define them small to large because to that other per to that person, it could be very fucking large. We talked about how we have to come back to reality and validate others' feelings. Because if you're expressing to me that you really are upset today because somebody stole your boots out your locker, the inside thought is for people who have recently lost someone is, bitch, your brother or your sister still here. So why am I supposed to give a fuck about what you got going on right now? And then we were like, we have to like dig down and like still pull out our middle finger and be like, fuck this shit. But remember to be like, oh shit, like let me not put my middle finger away. Let me listen to what this person is experiencing because them boots could have been going to some, like what you lost could have been going to somebody or what you lost could be very fucking important to you. And that shit is fucking valid. No matter fucking what, that shit is valid. It's crazy how when this happens, you change. She was telling me she changed. She was like, you know, I don't care about what anybody has to say about how long this process takes me, about how long I grieve. Like, and I was telling her, I said, this is like a good and bad moment because you don't give a fuck about nothing. But it's an opportunity for you to change and be better than you were before in a better way, in a greater way. And we talked about keeping keeping them in our hearts, but still being able to talk about them and let people know that this person actually existed. And I was like, there's nobody else to do it but us. There's nobody else to remember this person. All the people that we are grieving around, they didn't know this person. Like we come into work every day You had no idea who my sister was. You had no idea who her brother is or was. You know from the pictures, you know from the stories, you know from videos that have been posted with or about this person. That is all you know. So it is my, it is our job now to keep their light shining. And that is crazy. And I just realized my background is all twisted up, child. That is crazy. Knowing that you are the one to keep this person's legacy going. And grief does change you. We, we discussed that. But grief definitely changes you. And you really don't give a fuck about nothing. You're going to do whatever the fuck you want to do. As long as it's, it's within your means. And it makes sense to you. If it doesn't make sense to anybody else, that is no longer important. How you grieve around everybody else is no longer important. 
what your feelings are about everybody else is no longer important. It is strictly about what you want to do and it's strictly about putting yourself first, but still acknowledging the others that take part in this loss also. I was telling her, I was like, yo, I literally don't give a fuck. I said in my out, well, I didn't tell her this, but like one of my outlets is getting dressed and literally putting on whatever the fuck I feel like it and making it fly. And if nobody likes it, then oh fucking well. And then that grieving process, girl, there is no time limit on grieving. And there's no time limit because we're going to be doing this until our last fucking breath. We're going to remember the times we have with this person every fucking year, if not every day. This person was a very special part of our lives. So, Melissa, I say to you, continue to feel, continue to love, continue to laugh, continue to smile, and continue to cry, and continue to prepare yourself and your children and your husband for what's next with you even though you may not know but we're changing into something better and bigger and change is good right good grief i hope snoopy and then don't try to sue me for that because this episode is titled good grief because grief can be good but it can also be bad grief can be shady it can hit you in the, in the worst moment, it can be petty towards you. It can, let me tell you how petty grief is. The other day, I skipped a, st- a song specifically because I, I didn't have time to be sad. So I was like, ugh, I know that's my sister's song. I don't wanna hear that shit. And the next song was one of her songs too. I said, oh grief, you being petty? I said, all right, I guess I'll listen. I think it was the Aliyah song. We're going to say it was one in a million. Um, But grief can teach you things. It is teaching me that the things I don't want to remember are things that I should actually remember. The other day I was going through my photos to show somebody something. and, And I, you know how on an iPhone you can zoom all the way out of your album and go into, like you can just either go through the years, months, or the pixels get really, really tiny. And I don't remember, oh, I was trying to show my friend when I had full uh, full head of dreads. And he was like, why you do that? I said, because it's a lot of memories in my phone that I don't want to look at right now. I said, and you know what's crazy? As small as these photos are, I can still see every memory that I don't want to look at right now. That's how petty grief can be. Stop avoiding grief. And I'm saying that to myself and to you. Stop avoiding grief. Look at the picture. Let the song play. Listen to that album. When those memories come up, from the Google photos, the random ass Google photos, you know that's a memory. Click it, look at it. It'll make you laugh or it'll make you cry. But it's definitely needed. I feel like at a certain point with grief, we start to block it or keep it in a certain lane. Like, all right, I'm gonna keep this grief in the slow lane or I'm gonna put that shit over in the fast lane because I wanna be, I wanna make a right turn and I want that shit to go over there. It's definitely a sticky situation. Soon y'all will get to hear from her. 
y'all will get to hear her side y'all will get to hear her tell her story you will get to hear about her amazing brother and the type of life he lived you will get to hear all of those things and of course you're gonna hear about kia too like that just is what it is cherish your workships cherish your workships and that is a work relationship because some of them are actually special some of them are actually important and some of them are actually meant for your journey so cherish that whenever you meet somebody good whenever you meet somebody who has the same experiences as you cherish that take that in y'all ain't got to be the best of friends but enjoy that moment because today I felt like when I visited my old job I said they sure do have a way or know how to make you feel wanted they know how to make you feel cherished they know how to make you feel important and they know how to make you feel a part of a damn family and I think that's pretty dope shout out to all the ones that had a tough Thanksgiving still haven't been able to talk about it yet shout out to those that are able to look at pictures that are able to grieve properly that are able to have that picture on their screensaver because I can't do that. I would love to do that, but maybe I can. Good grief. Thank you for listening to my Black Self, the podcast.